Hey everyone, welcome to episode 3 of JTGC. Join the group chat. It's a mouthful, right? Um, now when I post it, it's going to be posted as episode 2, but this is going to be the third episode that we recorded. Episode 2, a lot of you guys have been asking, where is episode 2, Nakaya? Well, guess what? It is on its way. We had some technical difficulties because I had a great co-host and we have some sound stuff we have to just kind of work out before we release it. But guess what, guys? <laughs> I got you. I'm giving you another episode. I had some stuff I wanted to talk about. So, I decided along with my marketing manager that we will be doing two episodes a week so one is with my co-host which is on sunday and then random it's just me um so today it's just nakaya j but on sunday you guys will get me and my co-host who is awesome and i absolutely love doing the last episode with her um she's amazing shout out to you so um checking in guys after thanksgiving we are on our way to christmas and i am super excited because this year is going to be such a special year for so many reasons i'm excited about christmas i'm literally excited about christmas um last year um i wasn't too excited um amaya was about amaya was born in august and i was still kind of going through um you know my changes and stuff of um after my c-section so it wasn't kind of a fun year <laughs> for me last year but this year is gonna be awesome and guys for the first time if you guys live down south or you know in georgia i'm going to see the peach drop now when i first heard about the peach drop it's interesting because i was <laughs> i mean the first thing i thought of course was a ball drop i'm from jersey so the only thing I know about is the ball drop in New York, and it's a big, huge event. So when I heard about the peach drop, I kind of thought it was a knockoff ball drop, and I was just kind of like, you know, really? Like, you guys are really going to, like, let a peach drop? But okay. But anyway, I am, like, actually super excited to go. Um, really excited to go, actually. Um, usually, <laughs> growing up, you know, um, it's interesting because in New Year's, New Year's, wow, New Year's, I'm always in church. Like, ever since I was, like, maybe, like, three all the way up until adult years I'm in church on New Year's so it's very rare that I and I, I mean I have but I have gone like a year or two to go see the ball drop so but it's very rare that I'm not in church on New Year's and this year I will not be in church um <laughs> you know because I'll be going to see the peach drop so I'm really excited about that um I just hope it's not too cold so um the first thing I wanted to talk about, I had a conversation with someone, and you know, as I say, join the group chat. So in a group chat, we were talking about, you know, setting up stuff for our kids, and anyone who knows me, who's around me and has a conversation with me when it, concerning money, knows that I'm big on generational wealth. So I want my kids to not have to worry. I want my grandkids, you know, I have five girls, so... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to get some grandkids somewhere. So um, I want my grandkids and my great-grandkids and my great-great, even my great-great-great-grandkids not to have to worry. And it's very possible, guys. Um, You know, uh, it sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot of pressure, but it's more like you set up the foundation for your kids and you teach them how to keep it going. So with me... um, you know, I research a lot of stuff that I do. So one of the things that I saw, um, I'm not sure where it originated from, but, you know, um, millionaires or billionaires have at least seven streams of income. So that's what I'm striving to do. I'm striving to have 
seven streams of income. Um, right now, I have about three, um, or three solid ones. You know, I'm working on the seven. Um, you know, like one of my main things that I want to, I really want to, I, I have a secret passion. I want to be a photographer. Um, my kids are my muse, you know, um, I definitely try, like I'm big on editing pictures and, you know, and taking like the right angle and stuff. I, I just need to get a camera and just go for it. But, um, you know, event planning, marketing strategist, I have a book out now, find your way back guys. By the way, my book is out. Oh my gosh. Go get it. Find your way back by Nakaya Amara Sarai Johnson. It is an Amazon. You can actually just look up, find your way back by Nakaya n-a-k-a-y-a-h and it will come up it's a blue cover so go get it it's about affirming your life positivity and just really kind of learning how to channel certain things and really speaking life into you into your situation into your heart and knowing your worth that's what the book is all about so please go get it um but anyway (laughs) i have a book out in um I will be putting out more books next year um i'm actually working on two right now so that's another stream of income so i mean you know and i and i'm telling you guys this because i'm trying to explain to you guys that it's really not that hard um it's a lot of work but it's not hard to start do you get what i'm saying so it's just kind of like figuring out what you do well figuring out what you're passionate about figuring out what you love you know that type of thing and just doing it and putting it in motion um and that's that's what I'm doing and for me I want to like I want my kids um if they want to start a business I got the money for it they want to go to college you know I I mean I I want it to be where my kids don't have to pay for student loans do you get what I'm saying like I, I I want my kids to be able to thrive and not have any barriers in the way because I think you know with me a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that I wanted to do was like oh I don't have the money for that you know or I don't have the luxury of you know, not working a job. I have to work right now. And I want my kids to literally be able to thrive with no barriers. Um, I, I want my kids to have a comfortable lifestyle. I, I don't want them to ever know what it's like to, to struggle. And do not confuse not, not wanting my kids to know what it's like to struggle uh, with them not knowing hard work. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want them to worry about bills. I don't want them to have to worry about that type of stuff. I want them to learn how to work hard. Absolutely work for what you get, but I never want them to struggle. And I want them to, I want to set them up in a position where they learn from me and also learn how to teach their kids and they, their kids will teach their kids. Um, my, my beautiful, amazing, phenomenal seven-year-old is is amazing because a lot of people say she's my twin jordan looks a lot like me um if you see baby pictures i only have like one baby picture um you know if if you guys don't know i am adopted so i don't have too many baby pictures but i have i do have a couple of when i was about two or three and four um from my brother's family my biological brother's family um because they had me when i was that age and she looks exactly like me like (laughs) I mean it's uncanny like sometimes like if I put the picture side by side it's like oh my gosh like you know we look just alike but she's my twin in so many other ways um 
she's really big into pa- fashion. Now we are different in the fashion area. Like I am, I mean, I like sneakers. I like Jordans and all that stuff, but like, I'm really big into heels and you know, <laughs> dressing up. She's really big into sneakers. Um, and you know, making sure the outfit matches and stuff like that. So we, you know, we're alike in a lot of ways. And one of the ways that we're alike in is actually two ways. I have written a book and published it and she is about to write her series about her sisters um she came up with it all by herself uh she at first I kind of thought it was like um you know kids just say stuff and I didn't think she was actually that serious about it but she's like gung-ho she wants to do this thing so um yeah so there's that (laughs) um she wants to be an author and I think it's I think it's amazing, you know, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm never gonna limit my kids, I'm never gonna tell them they can't do something, absolutely, you wanna do it, I'm 100% behind you, um, and she also wants to have her own business, guys, do you know how happy that makes me, honestly, it makes me super happy, like, because I want my kids to be in business, but I also, I'm not gonna push them, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm not gonna make them say that they have to be business people, because sometimes maybe that's just not, maybe that's just not what they're gonna do, you know what I mean, she wants to have her own nail polish line, and we have talked about it immensely, like, we have (laughs) in-depth conversations about what that means, and how much work and it's more than just naming some nail polishes because that is clearly gonna be her favorite part naming nail polishes um and she has some already like you know she has smoothie sunrise and i mean uh another one is uh sunset surprise like it's i mean it's she's she's very creative i can say that wonder where she gets it from right so anyway um i'm teaching her I'm starting to teach her about, you know, certain things now. She is seven, so there's some things that she just will not be into right now. You know, the accounting and all that, like the the keeping the books and stuff like that. She's just, I mean, she's not going to get it. You know, I will briefly touch on it, like, hey, you know, when money comes in, that type of thing. But, you know, I'm not going to overwhelm her. Um, So, I want to teach her how to keep her business. And eventually, when she gets older you know, um, eventually when she gets older, I will definitely help her teach her, be able to teach her kids, um, and, and parents, and this goes for anybody, um, don't limit your kids because of their age, I have heard, you know, someone tell their kid, like, oh, you're too young to do that, you're too, you know, you're too young, or you're too little, you will never hear that come from me when it concerns my kids. I'm sorry. My kid wants a business. Okay, cool. But you're going to know what it means to have a business. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to just be fun. Like, you have to understand this is hard work. Um, now, of course, I'm not going to be, like, unrealistic. You know what I mean? I'm, I, don't, I don't expect her to run her business at seven years old. Absolutely not. Mommy will do that. But I will help her understand that, you know, this is work. Um... I feel like a lot of us stifle our children because of our own fears and our own doubts for ourselves. And that's not really good. Like, you know, my youngest daughter, Amaya, 
um, this month she will actually be going to um, she will go to Atlanta I think the 14th to do a photo shoot and you know a lot of people have said you know because my kids are and this is not me bragging my kids are beautiful they really are and I thank God all the time that you know that they, they're just beautiful kids in, inside and out um, but Amaya has a definitely different look. Um, her eyes are just gorgeous. Like they're, <laughs> to me, I feel like they're deep pools of just her soul. <laughs> um, you know, so she has she has things that are just exquisite about her, and she will be going to Atlanta to do a photo shoot, and it's a test shoot to kind of see how she is behind the camera, like when it comes to work, not just mommy taking pictures on her phone, and also to kind of get an idea of what we you know what me and her agent want to kind of like put her in concerning tv and stuff like that um now i have my own fears about you know um when her agent you know was talking to me and you know the um i haven't we haven't signed with an agency or anything yet but you know people are looking at her and i have my own fears about her being this young in the industry or in the entertainment business of course now of course she's a baby so there's certain stuff that you know doesn't pertain to her but when she gets older and like if she grows up in this I have my own fears but I will never put that on my child you teach a child the way to go and you trust that they will you know uh what did the bible say train a child of them the way should go and you know when they get older they won't depart from it and it's not to say that they won't make mistakes it's to say that you know once you embed something in somebody I mean that's it my mom let me tell you guys, my mom has raised me to have the utmost respect for adults. And when I say that, I mean like I'm an adult now. And when when adults, when other adults, like if they disrespect me, I still kind of come back to like that, you know, that kid-like state kind of like I still don't cut. Sometimes I may not stick up for myself when I need to because, you know, because I'm, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to disrespect you. So, when you train a child, trust me, it's it's in them. Um, so, yeah, so that's exciting. But I'm not going to put my fears onto my kid. Um, and I just, I just, you know, I am just all about cultivating my children. Um, and making sure that I put myself in a position for them to look up to me. So, like, everything I do now is to set my kids up. Like, everything. Um, I, I want my kids to look at me and, and literally be proud that I'm their mom. You know, I want them to be like, yeah, my mom is a boss. Like, you know, mom, gotta, you know, I want them to be proud and I want them to know. I, I mean, I, I, I think anyone, anyone listening, you know, I want you to understand that it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your parents, you know, you can literally be anything as long as you have that drive and that ambition you can be anything you put your mind to. It doesn't matter money-wise. You know, you hear all these stories about, like, you know, Taraji who came to, who went to California. She barely had anything in her pocket, and she was a single mom, and now look at her. You know, you hear about people all the time saying that they have nothing in their pocket. They just have a dream, and they go for it. And that's kind of how I am. You know, I have goals in my life, and I just want to accomplish them, and I'm going to accomplish them. And, you know, let me tell you, like, um, just a little bit you know um about me if you want to learn more about my life you can definitely read my book but um just a little about about me I am you know I'm an adult woman who (laughs) um 
I was in foster care since I was a baby. I was adopted when I was five. Um, I, you know, there's always these stigmas about foster children. Now, I don't have uh, some experiences that other people have. Like, you know, I was adopted at five, so I was with my mom up to, from five on. So I don't really have the whole, like, moving around, you know, from foster home to foster home. But there's still, of course, these just general feelings that come along with being a foster child. And people have stigmas about foster children or, you know, children in that predicament. And, 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 I want to make sure that, you know, I'm like the, you know, it's, it's funny because I told my daughter the other day, I said, strive to be the exception, strive to be the exception. And that's, that's kind of what I do in my life. I strive to be the exception. Like, oh, like, you know, I I don't necessarily want that, that label. Like, oh, she's the foster kid that made it. She's the black girl that made it. She's the, you know, whatever that made it. I, I, but I do strive to be the exception. Um, within my family like my immediate family concerning my mother and her kids and my biological mother I'm saying I'm the first to go to college you know um I graduated early you know um I I just I strive to be the exception And and I think I think you guys should too I think you should strive to be the exception now whatever that means you know to you whether it means being the first to do something, whether it means to, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what that means for you, but strive to be the exception. You know, whatever came to mind when I said that, strive to be the exception. I think we all have this greatness in us and we just have to unlock it. And it's really important to be around people that help you unlock it because if you're around people that just speak down to you or tell you that you can't do something because of, you know, whatever your status, you know, where you come from, you're, you know, it's going to be very hard to kind of rise above that because that's what, that's all you hear in your ear. And I strongly, I'm a very strong believer in the power of life and death is in the tongue, you know, um, and whatever, and and sometimes I'm not going to say people have the ultimate power over you, but at the same time, words do have power. So if you are concerning yourselves or you're surrounding yourselves with people who speak nothing but negativity to you or, you know, tell you that you dream too big or, you know, why are you trying to do that? Like, you know, that's not going to work. Words have power, you know, um, you, I'm, I'm just a believer in you could do anything, you know, um, it's interesting because some people, people that used to be in my life used to tell me that I dream too big. You know, that I, that I, oh, you're trying to do too much. Like, no, I'm telling you now that I, I will eventually, uh, I know that I will create generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? I know that, uh, I will be a millionaire someday. I know that I will be a celebrity wedding and event planner. I know that I will be a photographer I don't know if I'll be a celebrity photographer, but I know I'll be a photographer. You know what I'm saying? I know that I will have a franchise. I know that I'm going to have a dance. Well, you know, that's that's kind of sooner than later. But I know that I will have a dance studio. I know that I will. I know that I will be successful. Words have power. Speak it. You know, the, the Bible says speak things as, as, as speak things as, as though they were. Speak it, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I feel like some people don't know, you know, what they possess. Um, I, one of the girls I mentor, you know, the way she speaks sometimes about herself, it's hard to hear because I see the world in her. I'm like, you are amazing. Like you're going to be, you're, you're already amazing, but you're going to be even more amazing. Like you know, when you just come into your own, you know, I mean, I feel like we all have this greatness in us and we just have to unlock it. You get what I'm saying? Like, we just have to unlock, we have to find it. We have to, and we have to find it for ourselves because it's just like, um, when I was younger, don't laugh, um, but I thought I was ugly. Like, (laughs) I'm laughing myself, okay. But no, seriously, I thought I was ugly. And and it doesn't matter how many men said I was beautiful. It doesn't matter. Well, boys at that time. It doesn't matter how much time my mom said I was beautiful. I thought I was ugly. And for for many reasons, I think, you know, I hated wearing glasses. Um, That's number one. Uh, People used to tease me because I was smart. And somehow in my young juvenile brain, I equated them teasing me because I was smart into the fact that I was ugly. Which is interesting because getting teased like I never got called ugly but I just equated everything it's like I'm ugly and you know and it, and and people could tell me I'm beautiful all day long and it just I didn't believe it you know what I'm saying and I and I used to chase that I used to chase that all not I'm gonna say chase it but you know I used to like want to feel beautiful but I never did and it wasn't until I mean and, and I could tell you guys it wasn't until about until maybe I graduated high school I think around that time at six I graduated 16 so it was around that time that I that I really kind of started being like okay you know like I am beautiful I am beautiful and not just because of my looks you know what I'm saying God did bless my face but (laughs) um you know I'm I'm beautiful more because I I mean because I'm generous I'm beautiful because I'm kind I'm beautiful because I'm respectful you know and that's what makes me beautiful you know what I'm saying but the point of that was saying that you know you have to just believe it for yourself. And it wasn't until I believed it for myself did, you know, someone else saying it was like, oh, thank you, instead of like, oh, they're just trying to make me feel better. You know, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you have to find the greatness in yourself. And, you know, and and this is like so not a shameless plug, but seriously, like my book is what helps you do that. Like my book is the very is is it's part of my process that that helps me really find my greatness in myself. You know, um, in the book I talk about, you know, standing in the mirror and just just declaring what you are. Like I am successful. I am beautiful. I am worth something. You know, I am not defined by my past. I'm not defined by my mistakes. And and that's what helps us be great. When we can find and we can unlock the, our strengths, when we can find and unlock, you know, what makes us us and what makes us unique, that's, that's what helps us find our greatness. And when you find your greatness and when you unlock that, there's nothing stopping you from being successful. Like, there's nothing. Because it doesn't because when you find your greatness within yourself, it doesn't matter how many naysayers there will be, it doesn't matter how many, you know, it doesn't matter anything. Like you're gonna just go for it. 
you know and 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 see and it's it this comes back to me saying we talk about generational wealth because with generational wealth it's like it's not something that's just gonna pop up you know what i'm saying it's gonna take work and the only way that i will be able to create a path for my children and my children's children and my children's children's children while that was a mouthful um is if i stick to my plan the only way i'll stick to my plan is if i create these streams of income the only way i'll create these streams of income is if i believe in myself enough to do that the only way that i believe in myself enough to do that is knowing and and realizing my greatness and knowing that i can do anything you know and and it's interesting because sometimes Sometimes it may look like, you you know, you look around like, oh, I got all these bills. Like, you know, when am I not going to have to worry? And and I, I just think intentions are everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I see, I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. And when I say I don't want to be rich, it's like, I don't want just a bunch of money. No, no, no. I want, <laughs> I want money to create wealth for to set a future for my family like I want to be able to want a need for nothing and I want my family to be able to do the same or let me put it this way I want it to be that because I mean even people with money have problems but I'm saying like I don't want any uh, money to be a barrier for me my kids my man and I don't want money to be rare for anything you know and even like like my heart is just like my heart to have money is more than just like I just want money because I mean I'm not a materialistic person in no way shape or form like absolutely not um i i want to be able to like i said like if my kids want a bit to start a business i want to be able to drop that money for the paperwork right then and there like seven hundred dollars what got you my you know my my daughter she wants to you know she wants to have her nail polish line let's say she wants a nail salon i want to be able to drop that money right then and there and and not because i i just want to you know not for any other reason other than to make sure that my kids thrive and to create um, just that that atmosphere for my family that they can do anything. Even with, you know, like, even if, like, let's say, you know, my man says, hey, like, I want to, you know, open up a business. Like, okay, cool. Like, where do we sign? You know what I'm saying? Let's go find an office space, like, right now. You know, um... It's funny because I was talking to DJ and he was like, you know, he wanted to do something and he's talking and the first thing, the first thing I thought was, I can't wait till I have the money to just be like, there you go, bye, do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like, that's my heart. Like, I just want to help people. I want to, I want to see other people win, you know, like even my friends, like, I just, I just want to see people win. And I think when you have like pure intentions, when you have, you know, that type of, that type of like want, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't just want to see yourself win. Like I want to see everybody around me win. Like I want to be able to go to Dubai and call my friend like, hey, let's go. I want to call my sister Shamanda like, yo, Dubai, like next month, you down? Okay, cool. Like, and we all got, we all got it. And I want, and and you know what, and it's interesting because like I also want the wealth to have my kids experience the best of the best. Like I want my kids to go now. Jordan has traveled more than <laughs> me or any of my other kids, but I want my I want my kids to be able to go to other countries. I want them to experience other cultures. I want them to like I want my kids to have the world, not to be of the world, but to have the world. 
you know um i just that that's that's my heart and that's that's my goal it's not a dream it's a goal it's it's a goal like i know it's going to happen it's just a matter of when you know my goal is to be a millionaire within four years but it could happen in two and hey guess what guess what here's an important thing right my goal of being a millionaire it could happen in six years my goal is four but guess what it can happen in six and if it takes a little bit longer for your goals guys it's okay because as long as you have breath in your body you have time to you have time to excel you know what I mean like so don't let and I talk about this in my book too like um affirmation I'm not even sure the number that's crazy but one of the affirmations um is I do not compare my life to others I strive for God's timing and I think it's so important for us to not put time frames on things based off of other people so don't think that oh like if you're 30 and you're not where you want to be financially oh it's too late you're too old like no like if you're not married like and and I say and I say this you know like some people get married at 21 some people get married at like 19 some people get married at 50 something you know what I'm saying some people get striving at the peak of their business in their 20s some people strive peak of the business in the 60s it doesn't matter it's about your life your path and your journey like your path and your journey is is your own you may share it with someone but it's still your path and your journey you know what I mean? Like, don't let any pressure from society or your friends. I mean, because, like, with me, you know, I'll, um, and my cousins know this, so, I'll, you know, <laughs> I can put them out there a little bit. Um, one of my cousins is getting married next year, um, who I'm really close to. Another cousin got married last year, 2000, yeah, 2018. And then I have another cousin who's, like... Um, she's engaged, but we have no idea when her wedding is because I think we're so focused on uh, my cousin Leilani's wedding next week that next year, sorry, that she's not even thinking about a wedding date. Um, but you know, um, they are. Let me put it this way: they are very like solid in their relationships. They're very. They all live. You know, all three of them live with uh, with their significant others, and. Their significant others are infatuated. I wouldn't say infatuated, but I mean, like, they, you know, because I don't think that's the right word, but they're, you know, they're all in love and they're like, you know, like, both of them are just like, you know, in it, you know, and, um, and sometimes being around them, you know, I can feel like, like, okay, like, you know, like I would say earlier this year, I felt the pressure, you know what I mean? I felt the pressure because, um, I don't know, I just felt the pressure. I feel like I'm the only one that's like, you know, not there yet. Um, but like my big brother, love him. Hey Kwan, because he definitely listens to my podcast. So hey. <laughs> um my big brother proposed to my cousin. Um, he's not really my brother, guys. <laughs> don't try to figure anything out. But um he proposed when he proposed to my cousin, it was like like she immediately like okay, like she told me she was like, Oh my god, he proposed or because you know he did it like really intimate with just them, so he but he did tell us that he was doing it and got our blessing because you know we're really close. Um and when she's like, Yeah, oh my god, da, 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 and like the very next day she's like, I cannot 
wait until you get engaged. I can't wait till you get married. I'm just like, oh, God. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I felt the pressure. <laughs> um, which is interesting because, you know, my cousin Leilani always feels pressure when it comes to kids because I'm the one with kids and she doesn't have any. Um, but I felt the pressure. And the point of me saying that was, you know, like, I kind of was just like, I felt a little bit defeated at the time because I'm like, dang, like, I'm the only one that's like, you know, you know, living with a boo and married and trying to get engaged, you know. But at the end of the day, I think everything happens at time. And, I, and I'm, I'm at the point where I realize why things happen. You know, I feel I am very a strong believer. Everything happens for a reason. So, you know, now I'm just like, I get it. I get the timing because if, like, let's say, I mean, I don't even, I wasn't even in a position at that time, but... If somebody was, like, <laughs> right then and there, like, you know, I don't know. If I was in a position where somebody would be like, let's get married, I wouldn't have been in the... I wouldn't even be ready because this entire year has been such an eye-opener and I've learned so much about myself and how, what I want to do and what I, where I want to go in life. And I'm in a position now where I'm like, okay, well, I'm solid and focused on my... I'm solid in myself where I can be in a position to share life with someone else because it's like, I still, you know, I got my own thing and, and you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm in a position where I, I, you know, I like I have, I have a path. You know, before I kind of was just like, I didn't know where I wanted to go in life. I didn't know which direction I was trying to go in my career. But it's neither here nor there. The point is, don't feel the pressure, guys don't feel the pressure just be in your own space and you know um even you know I I I I can say that I'm guilty of I think I wouldn't say putting pressure on someone else but kind of like it it sometimes we were sometimes guys we're so involved in our own emotions and feelings that we don't stop to look on the outside of someone else's so let's say you're in a relationship and you're like oh you know you're the one that's it <laughs> i'm done i don't want nobody else hey guys i'm off the market turning in my place card hanging on my place jersey i'm ready you know what i'm saying and you guys get in a relationship because the person says that they're ready and then you're like Oh, I'm in love. I this is it. This is it. Like, this is it. <laughs> like, okay. N- now that I know that you're it, let's go. Let's build. Let's you know start the rest of our lives together. And the other person's like, hey, I love you. Want to be with you. All of that. But I'm not ready to be committed to you. Or I'm not. Re- I want to say committed because that's the wrong word. Because if you guys are in a relationship, you're committed. But I mean, like, if you're like, you're pretty much you're the one. Especially ladies. I think we do this a lot. Um. I'm ready to get married. Like, when's the ring? When, when, like, when's the wedding? Like, let's plan it right now. And sometimes we have to understand, like, you don't want pressure on yourself, but also don't try to put pressure on someone else. Um, now, with that being said, <laughs> I'm not saying if you guys are, like, in a relationship and you feel like you're going nowhere, you know, then you're like, hey, like, what? where are we going with this? That's a whole different situation, you know. But if you guys are, like, both progressively moving forward, you know, just try to be conscious of somebody else. And this is, like, on me as well. Um, at the same time, uh, <laughs> I, I think... I think it ha- there's something to be said when you feel that there's, like, 
like you're on completely different like you're in completely different books or or maybe in the same book but different chapters but like you're like on chapter 25 and they're on chapter like four you know what I'm saying then you know you might want to have a conversation and and that that might be okay no pressure you know because I I think like you know for me I'm I'm a planner by nature and by career right so my thing is that I want to plan. I want to make sure like, okay, this, so this is what we're going to do. Okay. This is where we're headed. Okay, cool. I'm okay with having a destination. I'm okay with saying like, okay, this is where we're headed. And you know, if this takes time, that's cool. I'm not okay. I'm not a person that's okay with just kind of like just winging it. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, maybe we'll be together. Maybe we won't. Oh, maybe we'll get married. Maybe. Like, no, 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 <laughs> Too over the games. Like, at least tell me where we're going. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I would just say, like, you know, just, like, everyone let's be conscious of not putting pressure on anybody for anything. Um, because we all have our own journey. You know? Um, now, like I said, <laughs> if you guys, if you feel like you guys are just, like, completely missing each other, like, you guys are just kind of, like, you know, like, hey... Like, I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with conversation to say, like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm kind of ready to get married. Like, you know, where are you at? Because um, with me, I just, I mean, like, I don't know if it's my sign, because I always say it's because I'm a Leo, but, you know, king of the jungle. But um, I'm like, you know, when I know I want something, okay, that's it. Like, cool. Let's <laughs> let's figure out how we're going to do this. You know? Um, that's just me. But, yeah. Generational wealth. <laughs> comes back to that you know um no pressure like for me you know hey generational wealth could be completed in four it could be completed in two it completed can be completed in seven but i know it's gonna happen so yeah i mean i i think it's very like important for us to like like, sometimes, I, I know, like, with a lot of stuff going on, sometimes we don't want to, like, okay, I don't even want to think about my children's children right now because I'm too busy worried about this. But, I mean, I just I just don't want my the generations coming from me to worry about anything. You know what I mean? Uh, like, right now, student loans, you know, crushing me right now. I don't want my kids to have to worry about that. You know, I want them to be the best them without any barriers, without few barriers as possible. So, yeah. And, you know, another thing, right? Oh, man. See, we're going to talk about this next, uh, this coming Sunday. Um, part two. (laughs) Me and my co-host. Um, but listen, I think it's very important. You know, the Bible talks about it. Do not be unequally yoked. Um, I think it's very important also when we think about where we want to go in life to have somebody that's kind of like in the same ball game. You know what I mean? Because let me let me tell you something. And and this is this is like and and I'm not saying this in a bad way. If you're someone who is going for extraordinary, you cannot you won't be you, you won't last with someone who's okay with ordinary life. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna just put this out there because you know, hey, we're all conversation, right? Um, so me, I'm not okay with ordinary. I'm not okay with settling. I'm not okay with 
I'm not okay with just enough. I'm not okay with, oh, we, we have what everyone else has. And my ex was, was okay with that. Like, everything else was kind of extra. Like, why, why do you, you know, you, you're so worried about your getting a business, you know, having your business and you have a good job. At the time, I was working at Zales. But um, you have a good job, you know. Uh, oh, you, you're trying to do too much. Like, your job pays the bills. You know, and, you know, just, I'm not okay with ordinary. I'm not okay with settling. I'm not okay with mediocre. I'm not okay with just having just enough. And I'm a businesswoman. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I thrive in business. That's just, I just thrive in business. I've always been good at marketing and stuff like that. And shout out to the marketing company I worked for when I was 19. They taught me almost everything I know. Like, more than what I learned in college, just saying. Um, and sparked my immediate love of a business. And my ex had businesses. You know, he had a business. But it was kind of like something he had. It wasn't something that, like, he was, you know... He, he didn't put his all into it. I, I think I was more into it than he was. Like, when um, when we got together, you know, when we got together, I was like, oh, you got the, you got a business? Okay, cool. That's what I do. Let, like, let, let, come on. Let's, let's do a marketing plan. Let's figure out how to get you more clients. Let's, you know, I changed his whole brand. I changed his, um, and when I say brand, like, you know, his the image of his brand. Give him a logo. You know, print up. We got some promo material. Like, let's do this. And I would say, you know, and I and he was just like, "Oh, you doing too much," you know. And why did he say that? Because he started getting more clients. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's about being with someone who matches what you want out of life. And I think I just think it's very important to make sure that. That you are with someone who matches what you want in life. So just like me, I want to have businesses when I get older. So not when I get older, but I want to have like businesses, multiple. Like, you know, I'm working on a dance studio. I want an event space. I want to have a franchise one day. I don't know which one I'm going to do, but I want to have a franchise one day. So guess what? It would behoove me to be with someone who understands business and who wants business who wants to do business or who wants to have businesses the same way I would like being unequally yoked is definitely a thing and it's not the right thing you know if you're with someone who doesn't want the same thing you want out of life you're gonna have that conflict you're gonna have that clash and either you're gonna feel suppressed and you're going to feel like you know kind of like you're not doing enough or you know you kind of have that resentment like oh I, I wish I would have done that but you didn't do it because of that person you know like it's it's just very important to make sure whatever path you're on in life you are surrounding yourself and everything around you is connecting to that you know what I'm saying so whatever you want out of life you have to make sure that you're setting yourself up you're setting your life up you're setting your surroundings up to match that because if not, then what are you doing? You know, and then you wonder why something's not working. You wonder why you're not successful in this. Why? Because you're not even making sure that, that, that that's possible in your life. You're not even making sure that that, if that piece of the puzzle comes in your life. It's going to fit. 
you have to whatever you want out of life you have to plan for it you have to set up for it you know and I mean this is coming to myself too you know I, I definitely have to you know I have to consistently reevaluate what's around me and what am I doing to get to where I want to be you know if I want whatever amount of money I want to have like I have to make sure that I'm doing something towards it and not just every single day just kind of doing the same mundane thing same thing same routine like I have to make a plan just like with business when you have a business you have to make a business plan and a business plan I don't know if any of you guys have read one or written one and a business plan you have like you have to plan out for the at least two to five years and that's what the business plan is for so you have to set up what you want your business. And then the business plan is very detailed. In college, we learned that, you know, every part of the business plan, we have to write out, okay, marketing, what are we going to do to make sure that we are constantly progressing, whether it's getting more clients, getting more revenue, whatever it is, we have to write out a plan for that, every little thing. And sometimes you're going to have to do that for your life. You know, even with me, like... You know, I, I kept telling myself I'm going to write out a, you know, three to five year plan for my life. And not even, and I'm not talking about just business, I'm talking about for my life. What do I want out of life? What do I want out of my relationship? What do I want out of, you know, ministry? Or what do I want out of whatever I do? What do I want for my kids? You know, um, it's very important to have a plan because then you have a guideline. You can, like, go back and look and say, okay, all right, see, three. this is three months. I'm supposed to have this six months I'm supposed to have this like you guys really should write out a plan because let me tell you something you know what and you know what helps me keep on track just real quick so I used to have like um this list in my in my house and I would have like weekly goals and then every day what am I supposed to be doing when I was doing that it helped me so much because I would just pass by it and just happen to look at it like oh yeah I was supposed to go call somebody oh I was supposed to go to this I was supposed to like that helps you write out like the bible says write the vision and make it plain and that has to do with our greatness like you you want to be successful write the vision make it plain whatever you want to do in life write it out which is why in my book I say that you know there's 52 affirmations write the affirmations out write it out say it out loud get it into your head you know um it's not good enough it, it, it's it's not good enough just to to think it you know it's not good enough to just to say like hey I want this out of life no write it out you want a business okay what kind of business write it out where do you want to go with your business write it out what is your target write it out what do you want to do with your business what do you want to accomplish how much money do you want to make what is your what is your idea of success in your business write it all out that all goes in a business plan by the way but write it out make sure that whatever you want to do you're putting 100% in because let me tell you something a lot of times we as people right we say we want to do something we start to do it and either we have a lot going on in our life so we don't give it 100% or we don't realize it's so much work so we don't give it 100% and we don't give things 100% and then we get mad at the results because they're not matching up with what we want so even if it is a business you know what I mean like Oh, I want to start a business. Oh, why am I not getting clients? Oh, why am I not getting... Why aren't people doing this? Why aren't people buying this? 
You want to know why? Because you're not putting 100% into what you're doing. So when you start putting 100% into what you're doing, you're going to see different results. And guess what? Sometimes putting 100% in stuff is definitely a push. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's going to be hard to put put a, to put 100% in stuff. And it it had that goes back to your drive and your ambition and your why. You know, a lot of stuff with me, you know, my why is my kids. So that's what pushes me when I feel like, oh, I'm tired or I don't feel like doing this anymore. You know, um, hey, well, I got to keep going. I got to keep, you know, I got to keep working because I got because I got a why to, you know, to fulfill. So just, you know, be mindful and, you know, just make sure that whatever we're doing in life we're putting true effort behind it and we have a reason you know what I mean like a lot of people you know they want to just have money just to have money just to buy it like you know it has to have the reason has to have some type of validity to it now if you want to just have money to buy a bunch of jewelry hey you know some people are like that but let's try to have deeper reasons for stuff you know let's let's try not to have shallow reasons because guess what the more shallow your reason is for doing something the easier it will be to give up whatever you're doing like if it's just because i mean if you don't have like kind of a deeper meaning to do something then it'll be easy kind of to give it up like that's your push that's your motivation that's your inspiration that is your kind of like uh that that's the battery in your back that's the hmm how can i say this that's you know when you feel like you're going through the motions and you don't know what's keeping you on you're you're running on fumes and stuff yeah that's what keeps you going so let's have deeper reasons for stuff and let's make sure that we are striving to be the exception always strive to be the exception and again this is join the group chat with nakaya J.